Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Oh, how have we been? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. You know, just working. Yeah, me too. What a thrill, huh? <laughs> yeah, but that's about it. Just working. It's getting colder. I hate that. How was your Halloween? Uh, it was good. You know, I didn't get any trick-or-treaters, which is weird. I usually get, like, at least, you know, three people <laughs> with kids coming to trick-or-treat, but no one came this year. Did you keep your candy in or outside? Uh, I kept my candy inside. Oh, well, there's your answer. They didn't want COVID candies. Oh, so you just keep it outside? But if I keep it outside, like, the squirrels take it. Squirrels don't take candy. That's not good for them. Not like is yes, a... They, yes, they do. Oh. I, what I did was I set up uh, a table at the end of my driveway and made treat bags. So I guess maybe the smell of candy didn't really get out. And then at the back of the other end of the driveway was me and my girlfriend, Danny, uh, hanging out, doing whatever. And little trick-or-treaters, okay. yeah, they walked by and they would pick up their candy and say thank you and leave. So they didn't have to COVID on. Get the COVID on. Yeah. I didn't see many trick-or-treaters. Mm. But then I went out about 10 o'clock later. So, you know. 10 p.m.? Wow. If you called me up and you wanted me to leave my house at 10 p.m. and it wasn't to drive you to the hospital, I just wouldn't know what to say to you. <laughs> I would think like, you've uh, lost what? your mind. I'd be like, oh, this is a medical emergency, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not okay, right? I'd be like, 10 p.m. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> so you sell it. You had a birthday this weekend, didn't you? Yay, it's my birthday. As we record this, it is my birthday. It's my birthday. Uh, I'm uh, very old, old. I don't care. I'm 43, uh-huh. and that's excellence. 43 excellent years. I'll be 43 about two months. Oh, yeah. In about a month, actually. I'll be 43. What mm-hmm. a time to be alive, right? Terrific. Right? <laughs> uh, oh, there's something else I wanted to and, tell and ask. But you go. You go. No, I said, and I don't celebrate my birthday. I, I, no one celebrates my birthday when it, when it happens because it's two days before New Year's Eve. Oh. And by that time, everyone's broke. I'm like, nobody celebrates mine at request. When I turned 40, they were like, we'll throw you a party. I'm like, you guys have a party. I'm not going to go to it. You let me know how it went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what, oh, goodness. So, I don't know if you can, here, I'm going to show you. I'm going to stand up. That new design. Oh. Uh, that's already taken down out of the store, so there you go. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's already gone. So, I, I did some, some legwork on it. And it turns out the word Stargate is what is the copyright, is the intellectual property of MGM. So I looked up other Stargate tag t-shirts to see like if, if, I mean, you know, what's the deal? Can you say the, uh... (laughs) no other t-shirts say Stargate on them. Can you actually do, uh, can I do? Oh, can you actually say like the Jafar words for it? Yeah. Like I can be like chop eye or whatever. And then that's fine. Because all the other ones say things like that. They say, like, System Lord, yo. And then they have, like, uh, all the different symbols of the System Lords. And then they, you can get away with that. But you can't get away with the physical word Stargate. Why? System Lord is associated with Stargate. But it's not. They didn't copyright, I guess, the word System and then Lord. Like you, There's certain things you can copyright and certain things you can't. <laughs> mm. Like, uh, 
like the word fire or something like that or something that's commonly referred to like i guess a system lord isn't necessarily exclusive to stargate that's not a maybe that's what i don't know they call people in provinces of north korea or something i don't know i haven't either but it must be something (laughs) that you can't do (laughs) i i don't know but it looks good though oh thanks so I think the next shirt I'm going to make instead is going to just say uh, Sam and Cam and Teal'c, and that's it. They're a thruple, and that's the original thruple. Is any of, are any of those copyrighted? You can't copyright up uh, somebody's name. Like Samantha isn't – like Sam and Cam and Teal'c, you can't – That what if that's my kids' names? I named them all after Stargate stuff, so – yeah, but they can't they can't copyright it if you if you name your kids that. They got what they're gonna sue your kids. Right, that's what I'm saying. I can I can put that on a t shirt because it doesn't have intellectual property rights. And I'm claiming their relationship status, which is not canon, although isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's the best I, I mean, can okay. do. Unless we have some better jokes that I'm not remembering. <laughs> <laughs> You know who else is a system lord? Oh, Hathor. Yes. Yes. We are we are talking into the fire, which is episode one of season three. It is the back half of the clip show from last week or the week before, I should say. Which was an ingenious way to do a clip show. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty good because the clips are over and all the hits are are played, and now it's for the new stuff. Yep. They do a little previously on, because it was supposed to be several months before <laughs> the new season. Yeah, they're just recapping everything. So I thought, I guess in the previous episode, I must have thought Teal quitting was staged or something, or like part of a fake out. But uh, I guess it's not. He really yeah, does I quit. So, I thought so too. He I super so quits, too, but it's not. Go on. Uh, he super quits and he walks on out of there. Okay, uh, incoming wormhole, I guess. It just says incoming, I, or a message is coming in. Oh, because a guy runs into the room and announces that SG-1 was kidnapped by Hathor. Uh, so Teal hasn't yeah. left the room yet, so I guess he's hearing about this. And Major Davis is in the room. My boyfriend, Major Davis. Oh, uh, Major Davis. <laughs> and then cuts, that's the, the cold open. Cue credits. And I think this season is where we see, like, caring. Yeah, he gets, like, he's attached to SG-1 exclusively and no one else. Right? He's like, those are my children. Right. So, because they're in, they're in deep trouble with Hathor. And, uh, and he's like, well, time to mount the offensive. And Major Davis is like, easy does it, buddy. <laughs> and he was like. Yeah, we can't just do that just yet, buddy. He was like, no, we're not going to go chase SG-1. And he was like, but we have to chase them. (laughs) And he was still like, no. (laughs) And even the president was like, absolutely (laughs) not. Like, he's like, it's just one team. I mean, they're the favorite, but there's just in the end one team. And we're not going to. How many other teams did they left? Yeah, right. But they're the flag team. Well, I know. So, like, I see what Davis is saying. He's like, you don't want to be doing this. And. Hammond's like, but we're going to do this. So the SG teams all volunteer, I think. Is that right? Yeah, after like a rousing speech by Hammond, you get like Colonel Makepeace and all the other teams. And they're just like, he's like, who wants to volunteer to bring back SG-1? You guys guys can back out. And they all just 
move forward. And they're like, we're all going to do it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, it really warms the cockles. And Davis looks like, oh, no. Davis like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I'd be like that, too. If, like, if I was just a regular dude, like, having to put up with all this, I'd be like, oh, my Lord. Fine. Whatever you want. <laughs> Why couldn't I be in Iraq somewhere or something? <laughs> uh, flips over to Hathor. And Hathor picks Jack to be the host for the new whatever she's got. She's like, I'm going to pick a new host for this gold that's ready to go. And the the nurse shoots them at both of them. Oh, my cat just walked in. And I think that that's the Tok'ra spy. But at the time of watching, I wasn't yeah, I had sure. Yeah, the same feeling. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably the Tok'ra yeah. spy. Tilk goes home. So there's like a lot of checking up on people going on. Uh, Tilk goes home and it looks like his home is either burgled or abandoned. But Braytex hanging out inside it. Yeah. That's and weird. he's like near death. That's weird. It's weird. And what's he doing in there? Well, it's, it's Braytex. It's his uh, teacher. <laughs> My cat needs a lot of love. Too much love. <laughs> Listen, if I can't live in a world, my teacher can't break into my house <laughs> after people ransack it. I don't want to live in that world, okay? Vraytech <laughs> uh, tells uh, tells him that Apophis's leftover guys beat him up. <laughs> you know, I thought Vraytech had like was like better at it. You know what I mean? He is, but he's also 135 years old. <laughs> And they're probably like, he can't take on like 20 guys. It's probably like 20, 30 guys. Mm. He can't do it all by himself. Back over to Hathor. So like I wrote these notes like in order as it's happening. So it's like so much back and forth. Anyway, Hathor uh, is taunting Jack about killing his friends in front of him. And the the symbiote makes it all the way into Jack. And I love how (laughs) Sam and like Daniel, they just had enough. They're just like rolling their eyes. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, they're not really putting in the, the level of struggle that you might think that they would. Yeah, they're just like, oh, crap, not this again. So as soon as it gets into Jack, the SG teams come kicking in, guns a-blazing. Which, I don't know why they didn't have sentries outside. Yeah, the Goa'uld are very poorly guarded and, like, no security whatsoever. No security. You think it's just... Yeah, you think you think it's because of arrogance? Like they just think they're better than everybody. So, like, what do we need security for? I, I honestly couldn't tell you because this is like the eighth time they've gotten taken, like this, like because of their lack of security. <laughs> Maybe they Hathor doesn't have enough of an army built up because that's Apophis's problem right now. It's like he's got like four guys and a kid that he's like oh, terrific, excellent. I'm doing excellent. <laughs> and, and, and his son. <laughs> Uh, let's see what I got. Oh, nurse. Oh, God, this cat. I'm telling you. All right. Oh, Calico. I know. The nurse tells Jack to fight the impression of the Goa'uld. Oh, my God. This was a mistake. I'm sorry, everyone. This is a huge mistake (laughs) with this cat. Molly, I swear to God, we we can't be doing this today, okay? You're just going to make noise on the microphone. I can't do it. I know you can all hear her purring. This is madness. I can hear her, yes. The cat is madness. Molly, cut it out. Okay. So Jack has to fight. Get down, you stupid ass. Go. Sorry for all the mic noise. My cat decided that springs were her thing. Maybe I'll get rid of it in post. We'll see about that. 
The nurse tells Jack to fight, and she freezes him to kill the gold. I guess the deep freeze from the first part of the episode. Yep. I wrote down, Sam tells Jack got taken. I don't know what that means. Oh, tells the other SG teams that that Jack got taken. uh, Jack got taken. And Daniel, I thought something was going to happen with Daniel. Because they, st- they were in the middle of storming, you know, the fortress. Mm. I thought something was going to happen with Daniel because no, he looked weird. No, you can't have it every season where something happens to Daniel. You have to, you have to change it up a bit. <laughs> you got to save it for later. Okay. Yeah, because remember last season, it was Daniel that got shot. And he was going to, we all thought, hey, he might die. <laughs> well, Then he conveniently got a sarcophagus. Sarcophagus of convenience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it looks like they're going to leave without Jack. And then they flip the scene back to Chulak. And Tilk goes uh, to rally some troops. And it's a, like a very sad amount of troops. Oh, before this happens, they were at the SGC and they were getting worried. And they call up and they get a plan. Is, is this before? I don't remember. Oh, Jesus. I don't remember. Um, yes, this is before This is before he does his speech. They go and they, they formulate a plan because... I think they didn't, the other teams, the other SG teams that they sent out didn't mm. check in. Oh, right. So Hammond's like, well, we have to help them. Oh, right. And and Colonel Davis is like, hey, you took a bunch of troops that I already told you you weren't supposed to take. So literally no more. The president is like, foot down, no more. Because he is, or, they're already yeah. gagged that so many troops have been used. And Hammond was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'm like, oh, boy. And then you go to Chulak. And Teal's like, I'm going to go rally some troops. And then it flips again back to, this is what I mean, like, like get one part of the plot out without doing all of this. Uh, they're back at the Stargate and Hathor's soldiers uh, show up. I thought they were, yeah, they're Hathor's soldiers. And they start a firefight. Yeah. And they blow out a piece of the Tok'ra tunnel. Well, that, before you find out they have a, like an energy barrier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like around around the uh, the Stargate. Sam is science and is going to blow up the generator. <laughs> Sam is science. Sam is science. She's physics. Oh, so this is like um, how would this shield? Why would the shield be down if they don't even know we're coming? Kind of Death Star situation on their hands. Yes. Yes. I'm like, do you know what I said? <laughs> yeah, you referenced Return of the Jedi. I did. Back to Tilk's meeting. He gives his very moving Independence Day speech, and it didn't go over. Everybody it wouldn't pick his Hammonds, though, but no, it did not. Everybody's like, rousing speech, goodbye. <laughs> uh, this is great. I'm going to go home now. And and then everybody but, like, two guys leave, and it's Hammond and someone else. Right there was a someone else, or is it just Hammond? Mm-hmm. No, it was, Ham- it was Hammond and someone else. Okay. I was like, oh, Hammond's little plan. He's like, I'm going to go rescue myself, even though I'm very old. You talk about something. I have to go get the charger for my computer. Okay. And then afterwards, they all get organized. And then they go ahead and they find uh, they find the generators. And after they find the generators, uh, O'Neill gets rescued. And he goes in and he subsequently blows up the generator. What is that gun? I believe. What were we talking? About? Sorry, folks. This is getting real. Oh yeah, we were talking about uh, what happened afterwards. 
I just filled everyone in <laughs> afterwards about O'Neill blowing up generators. Oh, where I have to look in my notes where that is. Hammond is a vegetarian. The the nurse Jack not possessed. Hathor gets. Oh tricky. yes, and before that, you find you find out that uh, they actually find out who the Toker spy is. Right. Oh, that's what I, I wrote. Long hug. Because here we are. They went full Jedi with this because uh, they chuck Hathor into the ice thing and then they blow. Well, yeah, this is. Which Hathor is not very skilled at, like, fighting. You think she'd be a ghoul. She'd be skilled at, like, hey, maybe I should move away from the cryogenic freezer. <sighs> oh, my God. Because, um, I mean, the first time it was okay. The first time it was all right. She got away. But this time, you know, she should, should be a bit more careful. Yeah, right? She went. She just, mm-hmm. boom. I was like, oh, that's like a unceremonious dismissal there. But, yeah, okay. They set some C4. Like you had said, they had blown up the generator. And Daniel and mm-hmm. company get captured. Typical. Oh, Daniel. You know? Uh, but Jack has an idea to fake being a uh, go-old and tells everybody how dead to Hathor is. And they're like, nah. And he's like, yeah, definitely dead. Sam blows up the C4 just in time for Tilk to fly through with Hammond. Tilk and Hammond. And Hammond shoots down the uh, the two towers. He says, yee The sentry towers. Yeehaw. Oh, these have way too much fun. Yeehaw. He says yeehaw. He does. Do that. Because he can't quote... Although, this was still on Showtime, so he definitely could have quoted uh, John McClane if he really wanted to. They could have had it. Uh, yeah. But I think at that point, I think at that point, they were kind of marketing <gasps> it towards like a younger audience. Listen, they went full Star Wars because it feels like a yeehaw... The Millennium Falcon showed up and said, "Now let's blow this thing and go home." <laughs> Just in time, right? <laughs> this is this. This is a straight up Star Wars situation. I mean, I wrote that down. I wrote down that mm-hmm. some Star Wars ending right there, and then it pans out, and that's the end. Yeah, yep. the end. Well, no, I'm saying you even had like, you even had like how how they shot it side by side. Like you see Hammond and you see a uh, Tilk looking on. Yeah. So that's the end of the entire episode. How many stars did you give it? Uh, I gave it a four because it was it was fun. It was fun. And it was nice to see Hammond do something. I gave it um I gave it three three and a half uh, extra half star for Colonel Davis in my heart. Oh. <laughs> I'm a hard I'm a hard judge. I'm a hard judge. You are. You are. <laughs> for now, I'm out of YouTube promo cuts. So uh, so I don't get, like, the original next time on SG-1. And they give you a little thing. So I find, a, like, a clip or something like that that'll let me clue me in on what I think the next episode's about. And so... Uh, I, ha- I remember this next episode. The next episode, they talk... It's, it's, it deals with Sam's dad, because he comes back. And they deal with a ghoul named Seth. Yep. Uh, and that one I definitely remember. And he has a cult. Go on. No, I'm saying and he has a cult. Like, literally a cult. Mm, he sure does. He does to this very day. Uh, I remember this quite a lot because Set is my favorite Egyptian god. And he is great. He is great. And I will talk more about mm-hmm. how great in the next uh, in the next episode. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Any other business you need to share? Uh, not this week. Next week. Okay. I will, I will plug something. 
Okay. Uh, as always, go listen to Last God Standing in addition to this show. And you can follow us on social media at facebook.com slash ZPM Stargate. It's ZPM Stargate everywhere. And I tweet more than I Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you can follow me on Twitter. If you want to hear me complain about this <laughs> shirt. If you want to see how much I like Michael Shanks' tweets as they come. We're also His tweets are amazing, by the way. Isn't he great? He's such a real. What a what a treasure. And he's funny. And his wife Lex is funny. And it is terrific. The chef's kiss on Twitter with them. <laughs> I can't really uh did some damage here with my, my mixer controls. We're on Instagram, but I don't really post there. And Gmail at last god uh nope. At ZPMStargate at gmail.com. You can drop us a line. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Listen, five-star reviews, and do that. That's a great Yule gift for me. It costs you nothing, so just do that. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.